We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And before we get started with the podcast, guys, a quick word about our partners. Blue Wire Studios just dropped their first original podcast, Golden Goal. The show gives you 10-minute episodes all about soccer legends and the moments that made them. Whether you're just learning about soccer for the first time or a diehard fan, this podcast is a great listen for everyone. The final two episodes are live right now. Or binge the entire season to learn about your favorite soccer stars. Check out Blue Wire's Golden Goal, available anywhere you listen to podcasts. And now, let's start the podcast. And we're back. What is good, people? Hope we're all doing well. Welcome back, as per usual, to the Esports Rewind Podcast. Hello, Sam. Hello, hello, Jake. How are you doing? Uh, <laughs> dude, every time I see you. Every, I, I swear, if you guys are avid viewers, uh, thank you, by the way, for subscribing to the channel and watching the podcast. You know, one of our more favorite segments, because we actually get to have human contact on the show. Every time I see you, uh-huh. it's just crazier and crazier, and I slowly feel more crazy and crazy. <laughs> Yeah, especially after, like, you know, working together for a while and being literally right next to each other and talking all the time. Yeah. It's like, you know, the shift to being, like, I'm half at home, half here sometimes. And, like, and to think that that's, like, that almost is, like, the least of everything going on. It's mm-hmm. not. It's obviously a big portion of it. But yeah. there's been so much else besides all of that. It's always great to be back here on the podcast, though, and breaking down the crazy stuff for all of you guys. Anything you want to tell them real quick? You know, yeah. Uh, actually, I had something I want to tell you, Jake. You know, for viewers out there who are in the know, you might know that uh, our boy Jake just celebrated a birthday. Oh! So I got him a, a little, just a little something. No. You know, fashionable, fashionable face wear is all the rage nowadays. Bro! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is the place. Is this a face mask? Yeah, you, you put it over, it covers your neck, and then you no. can pull it over. <laughs> Yo, Yo, my boy! Yo. <laughs> if I could hug you right now, I freaking yeah, would. Yeah, for real, right? <laughs> I, I'm blushing beyond belief. Yo, thank you so much. If you guys are audio listeners, he mm. just got me a face uh, mask for the ongoing quarantine with the giraffe neck print. Yo, my boy. Yeah, I, I saw it and I thought of you. I was like, oh, that's perfect. I can always count. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get it. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Zan, and just this past week, at the point of us recording, there have been no responses. I want to talk about Tifu playing this game just, uh, you know, maybe not the nicest way, but just in a genius way. Mm -hmm. uh, that being the ongoing feud between him and Ninja, unfortunately so this past week, in case you guys did miss it, a video here on the channel of Tifu taking to Instagram to at, literally mention and directly at Ninja's wife, Jessica Blevins, and say the uh, now notorious words, hey, sweetie. Yeah, that and, was interesting call on his part. And the thing is, you know, people are a lot of people are going to see that and just mm. go, oh, that's funny. That's a nice joke. It's mm. obviously the rehashing of beef, though, if you guys did not catch it between Jessica Blevins and XQC a couple weeks prior, which was a hefty, hef hefty viral debate. I yeah, mean, one that I I think it's fair to say Jessica and Ninja kind of lost out on. Uh, unfortunately, in, in the so, public eye, at yeah, least. Yeah. As you said, they got mm. ratioed. You know, we broke mm. that down. I would say in a very you know both talking about both sided manner here on the mm. channel. You know, that was several several videos about the back and forth between those two, and now. Just weeks later, Tifu rehashes all of that. He has an ongoing feud with Ninja, has for quite some time, and it's just it's like the perfect jab, which I I find it's not appropriate. It's Mm -hmm. uh, it's not appropriate, but it's also like he's walking the line of like most people aren't going to care, right? No, yeah, ab ex absolutely. I think he knows that targeted at Jessica is really going to get under her skin. Because millions are literally yeah. millions will see this. Absolutely. And he knows his fan base is going to be like, oh, whatever, that's Tifu. You yep. know, being Tifu. His yep. whole brand is kind of being a little bit walking that line, being kind of crass at times. Yeah, and he really plays that role very well. I think it's perfect because he knows that if they do respond at the point of his recording, they have not, that he likely can win this just like XQC. Mm. Again, it's it's a it's a win, right? It's, right, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Definitely two sides and two takes on this. I just, I I want to know if there's a media team telling him what to do. If he thinks of this stuff himself, because it is kind of like that. And again, I hate saying the word perfect, but it's like a a very well made concoction of knowing exactly what to say, when to say it, to really respark this controversy. Mm -hmm. And again, he he'll move on from this. There's nothing bad about this. And even further, if he does provoke a response, mm -hmm. it's only better for him. So yeah, it only helps. And Lord knows that. Let's be realistic. Jessica's not great at like just letting stuff like this slide. Has has not been in the past, and mm. yeah, we we keep on seeing these creators, these personalities, you know, further provoke responses, and it's a, a crazy time does continue. Uh, just curious what your guys' thoughts were about this. I think Tifu is playing the game very well. D do I enjoy the game he's playing? I don't know, but we enjoy breaking it down. Absolutely. All right, Jake, uh, I have one question for you, and that is, what the heck is up with the U.S. Army? Oh, like, why can they, can they just not? It has gotten to a point now where I, I was initially uncomfortable by several of the things they were doing, and now it's just flat out bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, for those of you who are unaware, we've had a couple videos covering the situation so far, but the U.S. Army has an esports team, and they've been getting into some let's say, less than ideal interactions on social media and on streaming platforms in the recent weeks. Yes. Yeah, it popped off a couple weeks back when, for some reason, something possessed the social media manager to tweet out an uwu, as well as several hearts, to a, a response to a message from Discord, and people took issue with that because, of course, it's kind of weird to see a military force tweeting cutesy stuff on social media. It's yes. Yes. And in case you guys are wondering, yeah. that same post, that UWU post that ARMY uh, did respond to Discord with, it went viral. Uh, I mean, all mm. over the world, like hundreds of thousands, if not millions. I think it was actually over, near, approaching 200,000 likes. It was... Yeah, all and people just hate it. Very hairy. You know, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. not trying to, again, uh, we're, we're trying to per portray both sides here for all of mm. you guys. It's a very touchy topic. But Absolutely. Uh, and I will also very much preface before you hop into that, when it comes to all of the branches out there, the Marines are not involved with esports and gaming. They have done that on purpose. And, and um, you know, I think a lot of people are going to garner 
respect for that. When it comes time for branches that are involved in esports and gaming, the most controversial one so far has been the U.S. Army, particularly with their Twitch page, just so that's out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other branches that are involved are the Navy and the Air Force, yes. I believe. Yes. Uh, and of course, no hate towards the Army, you're just you know, a little concerned, let's say. Mm -hmm. um, uh, as you mentioned, they've been doing some less than ideal things on Twitch as they've been banning uh, viewers who ask them questions about, like, let's say, well, war crimes or stuff like that. People have been speed running how fast they can get banned from the army. As Twitch the internet channel. does. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you hate, you draw attention. That's what's going to happen at some yes. point, you know. And uh, now we have new information that apparently that might be violating the First Amendment. Uh, we've seen several recent cases where this has been proven to be true, uh, such as uh, Donald Trump blocking people on Twitter or other like political figures like removing comments on their stuff. And according to the law in the United States, you can't, uh, the government specifically can't pick and choose what comments they allow on any public forum. Would this only be an would this only be an applying to a group such as the U.S. Army? Would it not apply to individual streamers as well? Uh, it's only because this is a government thing. Okay, that's yeah, why that's yeah. why I'm asking because mm. I know people might respond and say, okay, well there are plenty of streamers mm. who block anyone for any reason because it's their right, it's their channel. Yeah, absolutely. Would that not apply in a similar fashion? It does not apply for the government because very specifically, the government cannot limit uh, conversation discourse about anything they just because they don't like it. So when it comes know. time for the U.S. Army mm -hmm. being, yeah. being now, affiliated with the U.S. and mm -hmm. said government. Yeah, so they can't get away with this. Uh, as we've heard from an attorney from the ACLU, uh, those who may not be familiar, let me get the actual act. And again, these you. are articles out there. Yeah, you know, this yeah. is not our stances. We're just simply providing what other articles yeah, are yeah. very much going to continue talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's been a lot of discussion around this in the past several weeks because it is you know, let's let's say, like, once again, it's not great for the Army to be embroiled in this type of uh, contentious arrangement. Uh, the ACLU, being the American Civil Liberties Union, is the one speaking out saying that, hey, this is most likely a First Amendment violation. And it is very possible that we'll see the U.S. Army catch a lawsuit for this. Yeah, from the people that have been blocked, which is a, not where I expected this would go. And it probably won't ago. be the end of these, you know, Twitch lawsuits we see. Absolutely not. Um, so I guess we'll see what Twitch does do in responding with all of this. Obviously, Twitch has their hands tied, you know, in other mm. places. Yeah. And not only Doc, with all these allegations of harassment and, you know, sexual cases. Along with that, mm. uh, we even have Twitch having some internal issues of allegations. So... Well, this will probably take some time. I yeah. imagine, uh, given the modern day media, this is probably going to be a continued talking point Absolutely. for the coming weeks, and we'll keep you all posted. U.S. Army being a, the main branch out there involved in gaming and esports, that is very much under fire, especially on Twitch. And before our next topic, guys, sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. And there's no better place to start than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Get in on the action for this week's big UFC fight, or check out the odds on NASCAR, Formula One, and the Premier League. Can't wait for your team to come back. Bet Online has futures odds, including win totals, division winners, and even league championships. Or check out daily simulations of Madden, NBA 2K to watch and wager on. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE, Bet Online your online wagering experts and now let's get back to the next story all right Xanifer we'll keep this one short it was actually a point brought up by NRG co-CEO Andy Miller and he mm. talks about esports organizations and how NRG defers from them he brings up FaZe Clan G2 100 Thieves TSM by the way he gives them all props because obviously very successful esports mm -hmm. and gaming brands he goes on to talk about though how NRG defers from them and what he uh, calls single points of failure and so he goes on to talk about these brands as if you know they obviously do in their own regards some great things um, but how NRG defers is he says that if one person uh, you know leaves NRG 
they should be fine, right? Mm -hmm. They, they yeah. are going to continue to do very well. I think he brings to light a very good point out there when he brings up G2 and Ocelot, and he brings up 100 Thieves and Nade Shot. What he refers to as single points of failure is, is G2 the same without Ocelot? Is 100 Thieves the same without Nade Shot? So I want to keep this short and sweet. Of course, bounce the question off you guys as well. Give me one organization that you think would not be the same and be very much hindered or hurt by one figure leaving. I think you just named two of the huge ones, 100 Thieves and G2. Uh, I'd also go so far as to say energy is kind of like, you know, I wouldn't say they'd be severely damaged without Hex, probably less so because they weren't like started by Hex. Yeah. But like, you know, it would sting for sure if he left the Huntsman. I definitely thought that was an interesting point because yeah. I've already made my video on this again pre-recorded where, you know, him saying that was a bit interesting, but NR yeah. I, my main counter to that was NRG was doing great before Hex. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he also kind of brings to light that Hex is not necessarily, I mean, he is NRG obviously, mm. but the Huntsmen are the Huntsmen, right? So mm. it's, I think it kind of ties it off as they have several different brands because the franchise leagues forced them to change names. Mm. And so NRG as a whole was doing just fine. They just got even better with Hex. But mm. I think you bring to light yeah. a good point. Obviously, that would sting quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you, okay, besides NRG, obviously, do you mm. think 100 Thieves and G2 would be your primary examples? Yeah, uh, definitely. I think they have, they're built on the personality of their, you know, their head yeah. honchos in a lot of ways. I think a lot of people would be kind of concerned about their future if one day it came out, hey, Nade Shot stepping away from 100 Thieves. Yeah. They'd be like, who helms the ship now? Not to say that anybody else at 100 Thieves couldn't take that position. Definitely. We, they, they've got an amazing team over there. Yeah. But none of them are Nade Shot, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I really have the same answers for you, the same answers I gave in my video. I'm curious, though, if the comment section can think of, of a different one, that because mm. those are the first ones, the front, the front of the mind kind of things, because Ocelot represents G2 so heavily. Mm. Nade Shot is the first thing you think of. We actually played that game a long time ago yeah, yeah. where we named esports organizations, and the first people we thought of, you know, for a lot of organizations, we thought of their mm. mascot or a color, or like their, their, their cross between entertainment and whatever it might be. When we thought of G2, we thought of Ocelot. When we thought of 100 Thieves, we thought of Nade Shot. So uh, let's leave it on a question for all of you guys. Uh, yeah, go go for it. Actually, it's no, 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 you go. I'm, I'm gonna leave him on a question. So yeah, hit me yeah, with it. for sure. I, you, you saying that made me think of something. I think Faze would be totally fine without Banks. <laughs> Because you read my my I, video's not even out yet. Yo, right I think there. the same thing, dude. Uh -huh. uh, I was <laughs> I honestly because you know uh, Andy did mention FaZe Clan. I was thinking if there's anyone with FaZe that they might be hurt by, you would think of Banks or one of the guys. Mm. But I think they too have crossed over so well between entertainment and content and esports. I don't think they would be that hurt without a guy like Banks. Yeah, they got their hands on a lot of pies at this point. They diversified very nicely. And so. they've already made so many controversial moves and mm. survived. I don't think the dipping of one of them. So, I, yes, I'm yeah. glad you brought that mm. up. Uh, we'll end it on this one, guys. If there is an esports organization you think would be greatly hurt or hindered by one person leaving, what's the organization and who's the person? All right, Jake, I wanted to talk to you real quick about Valorant because, mm. you know what, uh, what's one of the most annoying things that you can have happen in any competitive game in your mind? Most annoying things? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's cheaters. Mm -hmm. yeah, and fair, we've fair. already had a run-in with that. Uh -huh, uh, then uh -huh. I think we think of like a matchmaking slash rank system, which is the most common thing people go to. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of the problem Did here. Did I pin the tail in yeah, the dog? Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> uh, got it in one, essentially. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, we have actually seen a bunch of problems with the rank system for Valorant. And mm -hmm. people have questions. Because if you go on a 10-game win streak, right, you're killing it. You would expect to see some change in your rank, right? You know, mm -hmm. maybe a slight bump. You would hope uh, but people have been like saying that hey i just won 13 games i lost one and then i deranked 
didn't go anywhere, just went D-rank, and now I can't even rank back up to where I was. Have definitely seen similar complaints. Mm -hmm. Tons of problems with this. Uh, obviously, players are not happy, and now we have a little bit more information on why the problem exists. Apparently, the dude who is in charge of the ranking system for Valorant left the company, and Riot just didn't have anybody else to take the helm. So the rank system has been kind of abandoned mm -hmm. uh, for the immediate future. Have seen similar posts about, you know, obviously this being a big issue. I will say at the point of us recording, though, there was a response from a Riot employee on Reddit as well mm -hmm. saying that it was made out to be a bigger issue than people thought, which I don't know. That really, I, you that, don't know <laughs> anymore these days, you know? <laughs> that really feels like the dude is just covering because realistically speaking, this is a pretty big problem. I don't know any other company that's ever been like the response has just been, oh, nobody's working on it right now. Like, obviously, uh, in the clip that we saw from Riot Morella, who is the one who brought it to light, that uh, the head manager or whatever, we don't know their exact job title, who was in charge of the rank system, mm -hmm. uh, he, he's the one who told us that they left. You would really think, okay, if that person leaves, there's somebody else to take his place. And although Morello said they're working on, you know, getting something going, what does that even mean? You're yeah. working on finding somebody to take their spot? Or? It, it's certainly debatable. I do believe in the responses so far. There are strings of people attached, you know, and mm. uh, you know they're still in talks with who's going to take it over. Um, I really don't know too many other many further details of, about it, to be honest. Uh, obviously, it's not a good thing, right? Mm. I don't. I just don't know if it's as bad as people make it out to be. And that does mean that the, the fixing of the rank system, you know, the reinstating of said rank system is probably going to take some time. You know, for me, though, I'll, I'll say in my opinion, mm. when it comes time for the competitive side of things, I, it doesn't really worry me too much because the game is is still it's a video game it's mm. not an esport in my opinion yet not it's yet. slowly making its way there and so you know with this not making any issues for the tournaments ongoing for really the teams ongoing i'm sure a lot of the pro players aren't going to be playing ranked mm. so from my perspective it's not that big of a deal it's not good though yeah i hear that because the casual player base is what you want to build upon Absolutely. Your casual player base is the one that empowers the esports scene to keep functioning and bringing in money and viewers and all that as mm -hmm. well. Um, I'd say where this is slightly concerning to me is that we've seen problems like this pop up time and time again with Riot, with Valorant specifically, and where they just don't know who should be in charge of things. Like when we were trying to get in touch with them for press stuff, they didn't know who was handling their press for our region at the time, like right before the game was coming into beta and stuff, which is like, you should have that sorted out by that point. And we've seen time and time again just weird consistency issues pop up that just have me concerned thinking this game came out too soon and I don't know how long it's going to be before the game hits a really stable, nice place where it's really firing on all, it's all cylinders and being a game that we hope it can be eventually. Yeah, and there definitely have been issues. I would say for a slew of games out there, there have been issues. Call of Duty has been a prominent one with mm. everything going on. I, I think... I think to say this game was rushed would not be too far of an exaggeration, but especially because they probably didn't see the ongoing, you know, the the uh, ever ongoing. What, what am I trying to say? The the future forthcoming pandemic to hit, mm -hmm. right? Um, this game in itself, at release, people were like, "Is it ready?" And then all of a sudden, all of this happens as well. Mm -hmm. We don't know how strapped their their lineup uh, or their, of course, their crew over there has been and their teams behind this game. I imagine even more so ever since the pandemic and the outbreak did begin. We've seen it with Call of Duty; they've been struggling with balancing updates. I'm not really sure how if that's correlated to a lack of staff. Uh -huh. And then we've also seen with CS:GO; they were actually awaiting Source 2 
that apparently has been delayed as well. Overwatch 2 might be delayed. So I'm just trying to make, I don't want everyone to hate on us for yeah, yeah. Fair, fair um, enough, But fair I, I do agree with you. There have been ongoing issues with this when it comes time for consistency ba uh, rate. I do love the transparency though, when it yeah. comes time from them. So mm -hmm. obviously when there are issues, they're made very apparent. Mm -hmm. I do appreciate they're talking about them, but you know, I would appreciate it more if they just fixed you know, them. them. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair, right? Uh -huh. um, I think they're, I don't know if there's ever going to be a, a breaking, breaking point, but certainly not a great update for the game as of right now. We will see how the ranked does progress and if this big problem can somehow find a big solution. I just don't know what to think anymore, Zan, you know? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. A solid start. <laughs> yeah, that's how we like to open these videos up. You know, we have seen a lot of esports gaming streaming stories in our life here. You know, I think mm. we're approaching 2,500 videos. So Something we, like we have certainly covered our fair share of drama and controversy. It's not a stretch to say this is by far the most controversial and mysterious story mm. we have ever covered. That being the ongoing case of Dr. Disrespect, at the point of us recording, I have to say that every time because we pre-record this by a week and a lot keeps happening day by day, uh, on the same day he has released two separate interviews, one with Washington Post, one with PC Gamer, mm -hmm. and now as of us recording this podcast, he's released a semi- music video with lyrics on his Twitter, uh, teasing something, obviously. Something, yes. Potentially a return to one platform or another. Uh, a lot of people are talking about the lyrics as hinting at, you know, him coming out and doing something. Yeah. Uh, he says, I believe I'm in control, but mm -hmm. then immediately followed by, it's out of my hands, which is a little weird because they mean directly opposite things. But it, like... <laughs> it's just like, this dude is an actual genius, you know? Uh -huh. if, if everything is okay and it hasn't done anything too serious, the way he handles these situations, which he has been a part of in the past, mm -hmm. you know, you know, absolutely, and he handles them all, you mm -hmm. know, despite being bad circumstances, when it comes from a marketing perspective, this is beyond. Like, Which I, is, is wild that nobody else approaches it like this, because I think for years, everybody's been saying, yeah, the doc just has a lock and is doing this properly. Well, not many people go away for the reasons doc yeah, has that's, gone away, That's also right? very true. But I, think, I don't, yeah. <laughs> don't want to bring it, not many people can do those things, mm -hmm. whether it involve a partner or a bathroom and come back all the stronger. So mm. uh, I will say the main things I actually took away from his uh, interviews as well is the fact he's not going back to Twitch. The YouTube discussions could be ongoing, but according to Slasher, there's no contract yet. Um, also, Doc saying he potentially would be suing Twitch and also saying on top of that, he might even be streaming to the Champions Club or his own website, which is very interesting. He could also take the Ninja route and stream on YouTube. Mm. Um, and again, right now when we're talking, he has done none of those things. It just leaves you wondering what the heck is going on at all. Here's my personal theory. Uh, so I think he's gonna take, he mentioned streaming to the Champions Club on his own website. Amazon just released uh, kind of like the back, the, <clears throat> the systems that form Twitch, the <clears throat> API, the basic uh, what you need to make your own streaming you platform. You think he's gonna make his own platform? Yeah, I think if he's talking about streaming on his own site, why would he use an embed from somebody else when he can you know, have his own kind of something like Twitch built into his own site? I don't even I don't even know where to begin to speculate on that. Mm -hmm. I will say I'm going to leave it on on one last point that I wanted to bring up to you as to me getting a bit suspicious of his responses. Mm -hmm. Obviously there's a lack thereof when it comes time for him not commenting on the ongoing, you know, speculations and theories. That makes sense legally, not not wanting to get himself in further trouble. He actually came out and denied that last clip, you know that last stream clip he had yeah. where he was saying we're going to get through this. You know, obviously very ominous. And just so happens, hours later, he was then banned on the platform. He has come out and said that had no relevance to his ban at all. And that was about the ongoing pandemic and outbreak. Mm -hmm. I ask you this, Zan, what are the odds 
that the pandemic outbreak has been going on for months and months and months. He takes to the ending of one stream that just so happens to be hours before he gets banned to talk about the pandemic and say, we're going to get through this. What are the odds of that? They're slim, and I feel like if he's referring to the pandemic, he would have said so in but, that clip, you know? Yeah, and even and even good point to make, and even would have said something before that. It, mm. was, it wasn't we had – I don't think we had reached a heightened period or something, you know, yeah, especially at, occurring during that time. At the time of that clip, I think we were actually on the downswing slightly. You know, it was right before places in America yes. started reopening. And so I don't, it, it seems very unlikely that it was a pandemic. Of course, it could be that he just heard that a friend had caught, you know, the virus or something. Yeah. That's very possible. But at the same time, I do feel like there would have been more pointing at the pandemic. So he did go on to state that he found out he was banned, not at that moment in time. He found out through a friend stream. He was watching mm. a friend stream, noticed his Twitch features weren't working correctly, which I don't, guys, I, I'm suspicious. And that's all I can really say. Mm. I, I don't think anyone has a freaking clue besides those who have been told from inside sources what is going on. The doc continues to really, really peak interest and uh, one of the biggest mysteries ever in gaming. Alright guys, we're gonna go back to making some videos. Thank you all for watching the Esports Rewind podcast. We really do appreciate you guys. Uh, thanks for all of you who subbed to the channel. Uh, you guys are dope. Uh, Zan, hit him with that. Yeah, outro. As always, boys and girls, uh, you know, you can find the Esports Rewind podcast on basically wherever you want, listen to your podcast. Let's be real. We're on iTunes, Spotify. I mean, I listen to us on Pocket Cast, you know, so hit us up, download it there as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. That's P-R-E-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N. Bunch of other quality esports and gaming uh, podcast shows there. So by all means, please check it out. It does help support the channel. Uh, thank you to all of our audio listeners for tuning in. Uh, you can check out our esports news, a daily content on the hour, uh, right after events and announcements happen. Let's be real. Yeah, uh, boy. Yeah. We're on YouTube at Esports Talk. You, we can also find our website at esportstalk.com. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. We're at talk underscore esports on Twitter, esports underscore talk on Instagram. Just you know, keep it fresh. And, you know, by all means, we love hearing from you guys. Even if we do not have time to respond to literally everything, we do read everything. Uh, so thank you all for all the kind words recently. In particular, channel's done amazingly. You guys are dope. Continuing to grow. Uh, thank you for all tuning in. Thank, uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting us. It's what allows us to, you know, grab stuff like this for Jake. Heck and, yeah, dog. You know, and empowers some of the other big announcements that are coming very soon. Yes. Stay yeah. tuned, everyone. It's going to be freaky around here. All right. Until <laughs> next time, we hope you guys all enjoy the Esports Rewind podcast. Until then, and take care, stay healthy. Okay, bye. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.